Kara. Hey, Elena. So I think we may have made a little mistake. Yeah. So during this episode, we use the words cryptology and cryptologists, and we should have been using the words cryptozoology and cryptozoologists. Right. But no worries. Our editor is going to splice it all up, and you're not going to even notice a thing. Yeah, she's super talented, so you guys won't even notice the mistakes. Enjoy. Oh, enjoy. I'm Kara. I'm Elena. And this is Science oh. FM. This episode is Science for Mothman. We're discussing cryptids. We'll be speaking with our faux expert, Nis John, about how she became obsessed with cryptids. We'll be talking about some of the most famous cryptids and how their stories became so well known. We'll explore questions like why werewolves are better than Bigfoot. I will fight you. <laughs> we also ask how to properly train for cryptid expeditions. And are there cryptids hiding out near you? Honestly, Elena, let's find out. Thanks for being on the pod. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Nish, can you just start by explaining exactly what cryptids are and just a bit about the history and the world surrounding itself? Yes. Um, so according to the Oxford Dictionary, because they do have a definition for it, a cryptid is an animal whose existence or survival is disputed or unsubstantiated. Um, so for example, like the Yeti. Cool. So it's not like, it's not not real. Yeah, it's kind of like... There's some proof, but there's not, like, concrete proof. Okay. okay. So, I don't know. And I think that's what makes it so fascinating for me is that it's, like, in, in all legend or myth, I find that there's, like, some grain of truth. Or, like, you know, yeah. it's, like, built off of, like, you know, Dracula doesn't exist, but there was, like, a dude who lived in a castle. Right. And, right. So there was, like, yeah. the Yeti is, like, a hairy monster <laughs> that someone may have found in the woods. It's just this really hairy man yeah. that just won't shave. Yeah, I, I wonder about that. Because isn't the Yeti, is the Yeti from, where is it from? I don't Do know. Is the uh, Yeti the same as the abdominal snowman? I yeah. think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so in, snowy places. Yeah. Snowy places. I'm assuming then someone must have been like hiking somewhere and then they found this like, like hairy man who was just living in the woods and they were like, oh, monster. He's like, no, I just like the cold. Right, right. If only he could have spoken then, then we wouldn't have had this whole mess. Uh, TBD. Wait, okay, so Nish, how did you get um, started in this? Like what sparked your interest in cryptids in the first place? Oh man, let me tell you, sixth grade, public oh. library, not that big and small town, Freeport, Illinois. <laughs> Freeport, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, Home of the town. pretzels. <laughs> Home of the pretzels. You can eat us, but you can't beat us. <laughs> it's the best line I have ever heard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to the German settlers. Uh. <laughs> and young 12-year-old Nish is standing in the public library learning about cryptids. Yeah, young 12-year-old Nish said, what can I do to become popular? Mm, yeah, and cryptids, number, and, they're right away in my head. I'm oh, like, yeah, cryptids. it's like <laughs> the most popular pretzel of them all. <laughs> it's like a book about a pseudoscience that no like real scientist will accept. I'm in. <laughs> Perfect. Um, um, and yeah. so what, what did you, what else did you learn from, the, from these books you found at the library? Um, well, the book I read was like a young adult book, so it was like... <laughs> YA, yes. <laughs> Still love it. <laughs> um, you know, it was really fascinating because I'd never, like, I'd never even heard the word cryptid before that, and I think it's actually so interesting because the literal translation of the word cryptid means hidden animal. Oh, oh that yeah. is interesting. Um, and I don't know, I think it, it just, like, 
you know, it's not something you read about. You know, I was reading about like I was like Babysitters Club, um, Harry Potter, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I guess like in Harry Potter, I'm sure. I mean, like I think that's the cool thing about cryptids is they're not just like limited to like mythological animals or like mm-hmm. you know it's like legends, supernatural, um, and like anything. You know, like a platypus used to be a cryptid. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. and. So I suppose then, like, tomorrow someone's going to be like, oh, werewolves are real. Yeah, and I think that's what's that's fascinating. The <laughs> that's the hope. But maybe not. They're building an army. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I was going to say about platypuses, too. It's like, I've never seen one in real life. Or I don't even know if I've seen a picture. So it's like, mm. what, to me, what does still it look like? Do we know? Is it just got, it's got flippers? It's got I... flippers in a beak, but they lay eggs. It's an animal, though. It's only... Where, do we know where on? they... <laughs> Yeah, this sounds fake. <laughs> no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, people used to think that platypi, which is the plural version of platypus. Thank you. Of course, it is. Latin, <laughs> Latin stem, babies. <laughs> um, people used to think that the platypus was a cryptid, and then they found concrete proof. And, you know, like, they actually found a platypus. And they were like, here, we can put it in a zoo. I wonder what that moment was like. It was, well, because in my head, I'm like, this one guy saw this creature this one time, and it <laughs> dove into the waters. And he runs back and draws a picture, and he's like, look at this. <laughs> yeah. I saw this. And for years, he was mocked. And ridiculed and then finally somebody else actually stumbles upon it and traps it and they're like hey listen you guys gary was right the whole time <laughs> and gary's like on his deathbed and he's like oh thank god and with his dying breath he says oh, i told you motherfuckers <laughs> yeah man science is wild <laughs> yeah quite wild um and so it's like a would a wizard be a cryptid that's such a good question no right? then it's like what constitutes a cryptid because no. it's not a I guess he's an animal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our producer's shaking her head violently, <laughs> saying that a wizard is not an animal. They're a human just with magical powers. So by the power vested in Ellery, <laughs> What about producer... a warlock that's really short? <laughs> okay. So still no. <laughs> like a troll, sure. Or a... a oh, a troll. Goblin. A goblin. A goblin. An orc. Be... Okay, oh, so where okay. does it end? Like, where is it that it's just like... When, if they're not a human. So if it's an animal. No, no, I understand that. But like when it's Do like you? not. you? kept asking about wizards. <laughs> I'm just trying to find the line. Because like an orc was created for the, in the Lord of the Rings, right? So right. like does that, are some people going to be like that's a cryptid? Or does it have to be from like ancient, ancient legend? It'd have to, well, I don't think an orc, I'm taking over now. Um, I don't think <laughs> have, an yeah, orc sh- could be one. Sh- Kara's the expert. <laughs> yeah, Secrets. Because people out in the real world haven't like seen or like aren't arguing for the that orcs orcs are real because they don't have any proof. Like there hasn't been sightings of orcs or like ancient orc writings or anything. <laughs> that's a different dude. Between... There's some white dude in a basement 100%. somewhere that's like orcs are real, you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, I think there's more than one white dude uh, in a basement. <laughs> please email us at sciencefmpodcast at gmail and we'll respond to that inquiry 100. <laughs> percent Uh, so Nish. Um, when you're looking through all these cryptids, there's obviously a, a million of them, and we don't even know like, where the line is drawn. Um, okay. uh, was there one that you liked a whole bunch that you were like super obsessed with? Yeah, the Loch Ness. Well, I'm not gonna say monster because kind, very kind. No, I just I've I've always I haven't liked it, and I've always just thought of Nessie as like a kind, mm. just like sea dragon, just like a very gentle giant, water giant. Um, and it's funny because there's this like society um, of like cryptozoologists, which is a pseudoscience name for someone who studies cryptozoology. Um, and they actually 
often tell people um, that they don't like the use of the word monster because it's often associated with cryptids Mm -hmm. um, because they're not. And I really like that. I know it's pseudoscience, but I think it's cool that they're just like a group of people and they're like, no, like, we don't want them to be called monsters. (laughs) Well, because I I think that's like, we kind of put them in boxes very quickly. Yeah. Um, And maybe they're not always, they're not always like Dracula. Yeah. Which I suppose could be considered. Well, even vampires could be kind. We don't know. Did you guys read Twilight? No. (laughs) Some of them were bad. Some of them were bad. Right. Yeah. Most of them were bad. Yeah. So, but you know, some of them were not bad. Right, right, right. Food for thought. Food Food for thought. thought. Bye, Karen Elena. Uh, funny. Okay, well, tell us more about Nessie then, Nish. Like, uh, what about Nessie specifically drew you to her? Um, I don't know. I think out of all the cryptids, I just, well, I did watch The Water Horse mm. as a young child. I was going to say, he did. He took care of him in that bath oh, yeah. for a while. I don't know. Something about, like, a child finding a mysterious egg and then just, like, this magical creature. <laughs> I thought you were going to say animal, but you were like, um, you're, like, this child finding an egg. I love stories where children find eggs. <laughs> <laughs> like the way that got composed. Oh, oh man, uh, this child found a creature <laughs> which came from an egg. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I was, you know, that movie probably came out when I was in high school, so I can't say that I was young. Cool. But I was young at heart. I was pretty young. I was thirteen. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're so impressionable at that age. Sixth yeah. grade, thirteen. Yeah. Those are like the years when you become a person and oh, start yeah. like solidifying your likes. <laughs> Yeah. And we just know that Nish is into <laughs> Nessie and cryptids and just like this fun, weird stuff. Yeah, um, very fun, very weird, um, <laughs> very exciting. Yeah. I love it. Um, but yeah, I watched The Water Horse and I was like, this is it. I was like, this is the cryptid for me. <laughs> but no, I I think I, I've, I feel like the Loch Ness monster for, you know, in terms of like popular society, since that's what people call it has just like always been a thing um in like Mm -hmm. movies or like referenced in like different names um and so I really liked the water horse because they portrayed Nessie in like such a kind and gentle manner um and yeah I think that the like Nessie is probably one of the oldest um cryptids Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. that has been around like in this pseudoscience (laughs) field um like there's been spottings um Mm -hmm. and like pictures and google earth actually did a thing like a couple of years ago where they like scanned the earth and like i don't know like the scientific things but like you can like apparently like scan a lake and like see if there's like i don't know what like disturbing yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, and i was like damn if google's getting in on this then i am not uh wilding out (laughs) look that's google wasn't there like i don't know when i actually did a report on the loch ness monster when i took a scottish literature class elena why have you been holding back (laughs) well because it was a pretty embarrassing report because i did do it the night before with my friend and i just like printed off these photos um on like a very grainy printer of the Loch Ness monster and then immediately upon immediately upon doing my presentation I like said the wrong thing I was like oh Nessie's from like the upper east side of Scotland (laughs) and um my teacher was just like that's wrong and she's like he's from central Scotland and I'm like okay all right all right and like my partner all he did was hold up my photos he does he did not speak at all anyway i remember from my very very minimal research that there was like a log in the middle of the lake and everyone thought that was nessie is that true yeah no that's i mean yeah i think you know this whole time it could just be this like weird looking log (laughs) that's 
just been floating around. Yeah, don't let Nessie hear that. I know, no, I'm like, she knows, you know, she knows I'm there. <laughs> but, and I think that's the fun thing about... Cryptozoology. It doesn't have to be this, like, serious, like, obviously there's people out there, like, there's that show on, what is it, History Finding Channel? Bigfoot? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Finding, Finding Big. Nemo? <laughs> nope. Finding Nemo? Anyway. Um, no, but, like, people take it seriously, and people don't, and I don't know, I just, I just think it's fun, it's interesting, and, you know, we, there's, like, so many things that we just don't even know. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. I was going to say, because my favorite cryptid is actually our Bigfoots. Um, oh, oh to, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I used to avidly watch. <laughs> I used to avidly watch Finding Bigfoot. What, wait, what show What show is this? Can you explain it to me? Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> so it's, like, these four people. I think it's three men and one woman, and they're self-proclaimed, like, cryptozoologists. And they all are literally just in Washington hunting for Bigfoot. So they go out into the woods, and they all have their own Bigfoot call, like, Sasquatch calls. They have, they there's been reports that um sasquatch knock on trees with like other branches to like call out to other bigfoot so they'll like go out into the middle of the night so there's more than just one sasquatch or what what are you like asking big bigfoots like there's more yeah. than just one bigfoot oh yeah because oh, there's, there's like inciting. a tribe of them that well that's the whole thing it's like there's <laughs> supposed to be a bunch just like parading around <laughs> that's my favorite thing because like bigfoot there's like there's more than one there's not just the one there's like they're all over but these people they go out in the middle of the night in like the woods in washington and they're like they just call out to bigfoot <laughs> do they hit like yeah and they make tree like tree trunks against tree trunks yeah kind of thing? yeah yeah, yeah. And they like they make knocking noises and they're they have like all these high tech like night camera night vision cameras. I don't know. Animal Planet is wild and out and they're just like giving them money to buy all these things. Look, we need to get in on this. I don't know how we invest, but uh yeah. So what would be like a Bigfoot call? Oh yeah, okay, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, I didn't hear it. Oh, oh yeah, can you yeah, 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 <laughs> or something like that uh, <laughs> something just like that yeah, yeah something pretty similar to that i think uh would be what a big foot would sound that's what they i'm serious if you guys haven't watched this show you should watch the show or at least google or youtube clips of them making is this these. on the nature channel or TLC? animal planet animal look at me animal planet <laughs> TLC. did you say the nature channel or tlc <laughs> it sounds like it could be both it's fun. But I mean, people in real life actually study these too. So there's this, actually there's a, a guy with a PhD. His name's Jeff Meldrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a professor of anatomy and anthropology at Idaho State University. And he originally was going to Walla Walla, Washington because he studies like footprints. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does it with like apes and stuff like that. And he's like, okay, well, there's been all these sightings and stuff. I'll just go talk to this guy because he has a bunch of casts. So he's footprints. like pretty skeptical. He was super skeptical <laughs> right. going in. And he's like, well, then we can just debunk it and talk about like the science behind like these fake encounters mm-hmm. but he went and saw these casts and he's like oh this is real this is a real thing <laughs> and so now he studies the casts that are found of sasquatch prints and he studies hairs and stuff but oh he's been God. ostracized from <laughs> a lot of ecological societies because of his belief and his serious study of this stuff Damn. yeah i was just gonna say that he like leave his family like was it a thing <laughs> where he's like i'll be back like don't worry this is so dumb and then he leaves and he like never comes back and no. his wife is just like next week on tlc <laughs> It's like right after Toddlers and Tiaras. It's like, what is this PhD dude up to? No, because he, he went there like when he was, uh, he was like, get, he just finished his PhD and so he was an associate professor originally. So he's like 40. 
yeah yeah originally granted, yeah <laughs> and then but like now 10 years down the line he's still teaching at idaho state and he has he holds classes about it he has a website that you can check out that website is www.bfro.net i'm serious you guys should check oh i'll it check out. it out i will check it out uh also the wildest thing about this podcast so far is that i was reminded that idaho exists because... <laughs> that's i also was just like i in the back of my head i'm like but where is idaho <laughs> no like i genuinely forget as a state it's <laughs> okay thank you our producer has just reminded us where idaho is it is um it is over in the corner over actually you know what i have been to idaho now i will say what is there you know potatoes oh no hose no <laughs> No, I'm so like, sorry. We're such an advocate of Idaho. We love Idaho. No, I love Idaho's. I love potatoes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Anyway, very fun. But yeah, what about Elena? What about you? Do you have a favorite cryptid? Yeah. So, do you guys uh, hear about the Mothman? No, but tell me everything. <laughs> so this is a recent cryptid, um, and it's very it's very local. Um, but like over the past year, I think it's, there's been these sightings of this very, like, I guess, moth-like creature flying over <laughs> Chicago. Wait, Chicago? Like yeah. the place we live? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So, and I guess like, he's not just flying around. He's been like landing on cars and like, he's been like walking I guess he's been walking around the streets. There's been sightings of this creature like over and over again. And get this, guys. This is not just me, and this is not just the Midwest. Why News <laughs> covered it. Oh, the pinnacle of news. Yeah, the pinnacle of news. Vice News. Uh, they they did cover it, and uh, and it was it was a thing for a while, and I think it's still like a thing. And I'm like, where where is this creature? Um, and he's very close to me. That's amazing. I think, yeah, because I was reading, It's ma- he's mainly found, like, around the Logan Square area. So, um, listen, if you guys have time after the pod, okay. we can go out. Yeah. Well, we that's what we were planning around. on doing. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you guys, we should go out and look for it. Okay. Right after this. <laughs> I really just wanted to be on, like, a car. Like, that's what I think would be very funny. We found it on a car, and it's, like, just lost. Like, <laughs> it's like, like my, my iPhone died. Anytime, I feel like this is going to happen. Anytime he's not in Logan Square, he's going to be asking where Logan Square is. <laughs> he's like, how do I get there? We're going to be like, oh, oh okay. Like, so you take the blue line north. <laughs> you take it up. <laughs> or you take it down. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. That is beautiful. Um, Otherwise, I love, I love so vampires. But <laughs> but Mothman's your number one because he's a local cryptid. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all about locality, so. Cool. Locally yeah. sourced uh, cryptids <laughs> and produce. Look, yeah. Uh, Nessie is gone. I'm Mothman Omi now. Oh, this just in. Um, so actually, our producer just handed me this news report. It was saying that uh, so it, it Mothman's been around for over 50 years, and it was oh, first sighted damn. in yeah, first sighted in Virginia actually. Man. So he's moving. You know, he's Welcome just moving his way wow. across the U.S. Wow, Man. I I'm surprised. This has changed a lot for me. <laughs> I thought he was local. You know, he's local now. Right. We'll well, he's him. local to me, you know, <laughs> okay. like local to our hearts. Uh, I hope he's not like villainous, though, because oh. then I just don't think he should be local to our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, mm-mm. So, Nish, any last closing thoughts about Nessie that you'd like to share with her if she's listening? Um, yeah, I mean, I just I hope you're doing well. You know, sightings oh. have faded in the last couple of 
years. Maybe um, she's hiding. I know, and you know, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, you know, if you're out there, Nessie, I'm mm. rooting for you. I hope, I hope they don't find you. But I know you're real, you know? Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not real. Oh, oh that's beautiful. And Nish, do you want to do just a little bit of a Nessie call? <laughs> for <laughs> Don't be afraid. Like, we know you're so attached to Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's funny because it... <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what Nessie sounds like, so I'm just going to... Give us your best just guess. Just use the yeah. sounds in the back of my throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go with the... Whoo. <laughs> All right. Um, um, I, yeah. I think it's only fair. Elena, one yeah. last Mothman call. Yeah. And let's call it a wrap. Mo- Mothman call would be like, alley-oop. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, man. I think that is a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Nish, thank you so much for being on the pod with us. Yeah, thank you so much, Nish. I, I learned a lot. This was really interesting. I learned a lot. Great. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>of listeners at this point probably uh this is ellery and i'm the producer and i just want to jump in because i actually didn't know that today's episode was going to be about cryptids uh really doing my job well here um but i think i was a little bit more prepared than our hosts actually on this particular topic because uh, i studied abroad my sophomore year of school and i took a highland bus tour around scotland so i got to learn a lot about scotland lore as a whole Uh, But we went to Inverness, and so I got to, like, do the whole Loch Ness Monster thing. And our bus driver was this really incredible Scottish man that did a lot of, like, roadie work. So he was mixing it between telling stories about what an asshole John Mayer is (laughs) with, like, lore from hundreds of years ago about the hills we were driving through. But we went to Inverness, and he was telling us about all the different things they've done to, like, spot Nessie over the years. And one of the most memorable ones to me was they once did a boat race to see if they could get boats fast enough to create the wakes that were being picked up on like satellite imaging because that that was like a way people were convincing themselves. I think similar to the Google thing that you were talking about. Um, People were picking up huge wakes in the lake that were bigger than a boat could do. So they had a like sanctioned boat racing contest to try to get boats in that could go as fast as possible to record the wakes to see if they would stack up, and they didn't. So the only thing that's causing the wakes is the huge monster in the lake, which is Nessie, Look, of course. You heard it here. <laughs> Nessie is real. <laughs> She's here. But, yeah, they've de- he was just telling us about different stories. I think at one point they, like, dredged half the lake, like, 50 years ago or so, uh, trying to find Nessie, and they came up short, and they've done the boat, boat races, and that's definitive proof for me yeah (laughs) no she's really good at hide and seek that's all i'm saying (laughs) world champion she yes absolutely um yeah so i just wanted to share my little tidbit there for you no thank you science fm is hosted by me carol larson and elena briss our Sun, Moon, Stars, and executive producer is Ellery Lari. Special thanks to Val Agnew and TBD Studios. Our theme music is by Tracy Kinzika. You can check out more of her work on Twitter. Her handle is at T-R-U-N-Z-I-K-A. Thanks this week to Nish John for her cryptid knowledge. 
To further explore the world of Science FM, visit our website at sciencefm.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.